Blog Talk Radio. It's Sunday evening, and welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Your hosts for tonight's show are Robert Brining and Jeremy Dunn. They'll be taking your calls and speaking on the topic of the week. You're encouraged to call in and share some of your life experiences with us. The number to call is 347-215-9442. That number again, 347-215-9442. Welcome to Pause I Am Radio. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Pause I Am Radio. I am your host, Robert Brining, joined by my co-host, Jeremy Dunn. Jeremy, happy Sunday, man. Happy Sunday to you. Right? I I'm know. in a good it mood is, tonight. I, I'm in a pretty good, decent mood as well, i got to tell good. you. Good. And yeah. no alcohol, so that's great. <laughs> well, I didn't, well, say, I didn't <laughs> say that. I had a couple beers earlier today. Mm. I made a, oh, I made this great barbecue pulled pork today. Oh, so good. That's so great. I did it in the slow cooker. It was really, really mm. tasty. Stop here and make me hungry. <laughs> mm, it was yummy. I have leftovers. So other than that, how was your week? Gosh, the week it went, it was it went by way too fast. And okay, I'm I'm going to admit to something that I probably shouldn't admit to on the air, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, I tried out guyliner this week. Guyliner. Yes. Yes. Okay, I'm guessing that's a male version of eyeliner. It is. (laughs) So I tried it out this week. I don't know if I like it or not. So anyway. You got to post some pictures. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you change your profile pic on PazIM to your guyliner. I'll look look like a goth kid or something. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Lordy, lordy. But anyway, no, yeah, this week went by really quick. It was... It, it, it just, oh, just so fast, so fast. I, I'm just, yeah, I want it to slow down. I'm, I'm looking actually forward to the three-day weekend coming up. Yeah, tell me about it. We have a Labor Day weekend, so that means I get three days to sleep in. But the good thing is, is we will still be here. <laughs> we will still do the radio show on Sunday. Oh, we are, aren't we? Yes, and we'll be speaking with um, the gentleman who runs 8 by Cruises, Nate. Um, he runs um, a, a gay pause cruise, and there is um, also he has links to a heterosexual cruise. So he's going to come on and talk a little bit about his you know story on seventh or whatever that date that is. I think it's the seventh or the fifth or something like that, and, and talk about the cruises. So that's always interesting. But tonight we have a really cool guest on, and I'm excited to have him on. Um, his name is Travis A. Scott, A.K.A. the Wordsmith. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. You can find him on YouTube. He has a YouTube channel where he blogs. Um, he's openly HIV positive, and I believe it was just recently that he came out. Um, and you can find his channel at www.youtube backslash wordsmith79. And um, he's actually on the line here, so I'm going to bring him on. And um, I just can't wait to have him on. Well, well, I refreshed just bring myself. him on. Yeah, bring him on. Just bring him on. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Wordsmith. Travis, how are you? Hi, how are you? Hi, <laughs> Travis. So would you rather us call you Trav? You can call me Travis, Trav, whatever floats your boat. Okay. I answer to both. 
<laughs> so what can't we call you, Travis? Um, late for I dinner. I used to go by Trav. I used to go by Trav, but I go by Travis now. I mean, it really doesn't matter. Call me Trav. Travis, whatever. Trav, Travis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll just kind of weird like that. Travis. Mm-hmm. It's weird how we get older because, you know, when I was young, my mom would call me Bobby and Bob, and now that I'm older, <laughs> I'm like to be called Robert. So I guess that's kind of why you're making that transformation to Travis. I think, so, I think because I turned 30 in a couple of months, I'm like, I'm, maybe it's time for me to start going by Travis and throw Travis uh, away. I don't I know. I turned 32. <laughs> so funny. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> children. I'm speaking with children. <laughs> He's just jealous, Trav, that's all. A little jealous. That's all right. Live in your jealousy. Stand in it. Oh, gosh. So, Travis, um, I, I've had the very distinct privilege of looking at a few of your videos. I haven't gotten to sit down and watch all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, tell us a little bit about you and why you decided to um, come out. Well... I decided to come out publicly um, because when I first started my YouTube channel, it was basically to document um, the growth of my hair because I started what they call the lock journey about a year ago, mm-hmm. and I did it. I did it after my sister died, and I felt and I was very impatient. So I was thinking, well, maybe you know, if I test my, I can test build up my patience by starting locks because. I just heard that was a good idea. So I started the channel just to document my hair. So one night I was on the phone with one of my good friends, and I was telling her that I wanted to come out about my being HIV positive and what better way to do it than on YouTube of all places. Because I didn't see many people, I didn't see many people really talking about it on that medium. And... I just wanted to tell my story. I just felt like I needed to tell it. So I recorded the video, and I sat on the video for about maybe two weeks because I was kind of apprehensive because once it's out there, it's out there, and I can't take it back. So I did it, and I did it, and I let it go, and I just waited on the comments, waited on the feedback, and it was overwhelmingly positive, no pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) So I just kept with it, and... I know that I'm helping a lot of people by sharing my story, and that's why I continue to talk about it. And that's how I decided to, you know, do it. Great. So, so you're you're 29 years old, and uh, and when did you become HIV positive? How long have you been positive? I've been diagnosed since July 5th, 2005, but I really don't know how long I've had it because. And 2005 was my very first HIV test, so I really don't know. And I was in having, you know, sex <laughs> since 2000, but I never had gotten tested. So I really don't know when I got infected, but I was diagnosed in 2005. Was it like a random test, or was it like you and your partner at the time went together? or I didn't have a partner at the time. Um, actually, so, I had been feeling like, I needed to go get tested even though I wasn't with anybody. So I, mm-hmm. me and my best girlfriend, we went to go get tested together. And I just felt like I needed to because, I don't know, I just had some type of, I don't know if you believe in, like, your intuition, but something was telling me to go get tested. So I decided I was going to go. 
And when I went back to get the results, they were positive, and I was totally shocked. Right. And do you remember when, when that? Because I know everybody goes through a different process of when they're diagnosed. I mean, how was that process for you? I mean, were you educated about HIV beforehand, or? Um, a little, but not as much as I am now. I just knew that it was an incurable disease, and you get it either through uh, intravenous uh, drug drug uh, needles and unprotected sex, and that's all I knew. So when he said I was positive, it was obvious it was through sex. <laughs> like, was it something that you learned in school? I mean, like, when you, because you're the same age as me, and I remember when I went to high school, like, they didn't really cover it. Oh, God, no. They never talked. Like, you know, remember those little health classes we used to have to take? They spoke on it maybe, like, <laughs> maybe, like, a half of a day, but it really wasn't, and they never spoke about it. Mm-hmm. Never at all. So I, it really wasn't on my mind. Mm-hmm. I know it's kind of naive to say, but it wasn't on my mind because I was in a monogamous relationship, and I didn't. I was just so naive. I didn't think that because I had only been with that one person for all of those years, I just thought that I wouldn't have to worry about it. But obviously, I did. <laughs> You know, it, it, because everybody has to worry about it, right? We just don't. Exactly. You know, exactly. We don't think about it all that often, exactly. especially when you don't think that you had to worry about it. I, I, I get you. I, I know exactly where you're coming from on this. I just really didn't feel like I had to worry about it because I was tell, telling myself I was married. <laughs> right. It happened. Well, so now it, I have to deal with it. It, it, right, because, you know, there is no true monogamy unless you're with the same person forever and ever and ever, right? Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. you have that, that concept of serial monogamy when you go from one person to the next to the next. Even though you're with that one person, you're mm-hmm. not really monogamous because you were with somebody before that. Exactly. So you were diagnosed in 2005. Yes. What went through your mind? Okay, I say this on my video. Well, I don't know if I said it on the video. I had a live chat. Um, I did like a Q&A on stickam.com. Are you familiar with that? Stickam.com. Uh, what is it called? It's stickam.com. It's basically, uh, so I had invited uh, like all of my subscribers because I was getting a lot of questions after I did that video, and it was too many to answer all at once. So I did a live HIV um, Q&A chat. And that's one of the questions that came up, how did I feel? So that day when the doctor said, unfortunately, Mr. Scott, you are HIV positive, at first I was in shock. I knew he had said those words, but I didn't know. I knew I heard it, but it didn't register. So I just sat there and looked straight ahead, and I had this vision of myself in like a hospital bed, um, surrounded by my family and friends, and I was dying. And that was the only thought in my head, I was going to die. And then after I left the doctor's office, that's when it really hit me. And I sort of kind of lost it for like a, maybe a good 30 minutes. <laughs> and I was done. I had my little outburst, and I went into survivor mode. So that's how I dealt with it in the beginning. Okay. 
So and then and then what happened? I mean, you know, because now we're in what God, two thousand and nine. Um, mm-hmm. Just the thought of saying the year makes me cringe because that just means I'm getting old. Um, <laughs> um, so so you get diagnosed in January. Yes. No, I got diagnosed in July. In July, uh, okay. Yes. Okay. In July. Sorry. So you get diagnosed in July. What about Christmas time? What were you? I mean, well, where were you about that time? Christmas time. Where? Were, okay. I sort of went inside myself. I would turn into a hermit. I never left my apartment. I barely talked to friends. I barely spoke to my family because I just kept it all to myself. The only person that I even told in the beginning was my best friend, um, who was also HIV positive. And he was one of the people that was really urging me to go get tested. But, yeah, so I just stayed to myself. Even that Christmas after I was diagnosed, I didn't even spend it with anybody. I was by myself. I think I was sort of kind of depressed. Mm -hmm. But I didn't really understand that I was depressed. I just knew I was depressed. I just didn't want to be around anybody. So what changed for you to, um, I mean, to go from this, you know, hermit. this hermit-like <laughs> behavior to, you know, you and, and, to, and then and then to YouTube. I mean, what what was the catalyst that that pushed you through? Um, after I started meds, after I started meds in February two thousand six. I got extremely sick, like four mm-hmm. months every day. I was sick, and I was sick. Like, I had everything. I was wasting. I lost 60 pounds. I had all types of rashes. I had all these things just following me all at once, once I started medicine. And that's when I was forced to tell my family, and I was forced to tell my friends. And I was like, you know what, this is no game, because at before, after I got diagnosed, I wasn't on medicine because they said I didn't have to be on it yet. And I was sort of in denial about it until I got sick. And after I got sick, that was real to me. And I'm like, look, people need to know about this. People need to know what I'm going through because this is not a cakewalk. This is not fun. And this is not a game. It's serious and you can really die. So that's when I decided to talk about it more. But I wasn't on YouTube at that time. I was just more vocal about it. I was talking to my family about it, and I was talking to friends about it. Um, people were inviting me to come speak, but I didn't do that. I didn't go that far. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't want to speak. I don't want to talk about this like that in that type of form. It wasn't until I started my YouTube channel that I decided that I wanted to really come forth and tell the whole wide world about it. And if I wouldn't have gotten sick, I don't think that would have happened. Mm-hmm. And and when and about what time frame was that? When I got sick. Yeah. Again, it was two thousand six, two thousand seven. It was six the day after. Uh, actually, it was on Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh. I will never forget. I had to start my meds on Valentine's Day, two thousand six, and the day after I was extremely sick, so I had to take a leave of absence from work, mm-hmm. and it was a whole four months before I was able to leave my house. 
wow. but thank God I didn't lose my job. <laughs> but I I was fine. I just had to make it through the first stage of starting meds, and now I'm fine. Terrific. Now, so who, what meds are you on? I'm sorry, Rob. No, that's perfect. <laughs> I was going to ask the same question. Wait, what was the question? I, I was asking what meds are you on today? Okay. I had to switch regimens. Well, not really have to, but when I first started, I was on Combiver mm-hmm. and Sestiva. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I take Sestiva before I went to bed, and I had to take Combiver when I woke up and before I went to bed. So in my mind, I, I was always confused and stuff, so I, oh, my God, I almost overdosed one time. Because I couldn't remember when I had taken which field. So I would always make myself sick. <laughs> but it's always something to look forward to. Sestiva <laughs> exactly. is not one of those you want to, like, mess with. Sestiva <laughs> had me so, like, I was high, like, oh, my God. I was having so many crazy nightmares. I was <laughs> breaking out in rashes. I'm like, what is this? I'm like... How can they prescribe a medicine that makes me feel horrible? Exactly. I just couldn't. I didn't know if it I, – I was just dumbfounded. <laughs> well, I, I take um, a tripla, which has a, which has a Steva in it, and, and I mm-hmm. take it at bedtime, and I still have the crazy dreams, and I've been on it for three years. Wow, okay. three years, yeah. So and, – and this is my – Fourth regimen. So yeah, yeah I, I I know I'm I'm with you. I was on. They switched me. Um, yeah. I reacted well to that first regimen, the Sestiva and the Comiver. So they wanted to, and I told him that I was like overdosing. <laughs> so he was like, um, since you are reacting well to this regimen, I'm just going to change you to one pill a day, which is a triple, and I just take that once a day. Yep. Before I go to sleep, I still I, have I those dreams that. like you. Yeah, but it's wonderful. I love it. I don't. I hate taking pills, and to have it just one pill a day is much easier. I don't overdose myself. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it a little bit easier not to, right? <laughs> and I didn't want to get those little pill things. I didn't like a person. <laughs> you know those little pill compartments, and they have yeah. like Monday, Tuesday. No, <laughs> I didn't want to do that. <laughs> Oh gosh, that yeah. Funny. I I have one of those old pill compartments. <laughs> Monday to Sunday, and it's got everything all lined up because a triple is not the only one. Because when you as you get older, the more pills you take, <laughs> not HIV medicines, but you know. Because <laughs> yeah, that's my best friend, who I spoke about earlier. He was HIV positive, and he also had cancer, so he had that little plastic thing, and he had to like take like twelve pills a day. And I'm like, oh, my God, I don't see how you, I, it was just horrible. I'm like, I, it scared me to death because he's taking all these pills for a day. I'm like, what if he overdoses? But, yeah. That's crazy. That um, I, I want to talk about some of your um your videos because, you know, mm-hmm. I checked out your channel, and I have to tell you, you're so freaking funny and so, so and like, you crack me up with, with your videos and, and the way that you do it and the way that you deliver because it's all from the heart. It's totally all you and you can just tell. And you're just one of those people that I would have to be friends with if I've seen out and I met you like at a bar and we'd be hanging out and someone introduced me to you. I'd be like, that's somebody I have to be friends with because we'd be in the corner talking. 
Exactly. <laughs> Having a good old time. You know what I mean? And I met you through Kenji, who's in the <laughs> chat room, and um, he sends love your way, just so you know. And um, Hi, Kenji. Right? Hey, Kenji. <laughs> I'm just amazed at how real and how you really touch people with your videos. And it's just – one that you did, um, it was a uh, a campaign that you did. You did I am HIV positive and – Oh, question yes. mark, remember that one? And you did yes. it for that um that lady, I forget her name. T.S. Sexy Chanel. Hi, Chanel. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk a little bit about that video and what made you, um, like I know she, you said she contacted you in the video, um, but yeah. what made you do that? Like decide that that was what you, how you were going to come out, use like her campaign or whatever. Right, because well, you didn't actually, have a video before uh, that, did you? Yes, I did. Um, it was okay. called Hell with Bliss. No, yeah, to Hell with Bliss. Um, and that's when I really came out and said that I was HIV positive. And I think she had heard about my video, and I, um, she wanted me to do be a part of her self-esteem series that she was doing on YouTube. And I did it, and I just shot from the hip like I always do on these videos and I was just want people to know that just because you are diagnosed with any type of disease that seems to be the end of you that does not define who you are it doesn't define what you're here to do it's just a disease but just because a disease doesn't mean that um, you can um, what's the word I'm looking for you can ignore what it is. Just accept it, move on, and um, govern yourself accordingly. Take your medicine and live life. Uh, HIV does not define who you are as a person. It's just a side effect of who you are. <laughs> but um, that's basically where the video came from. And it yeah. blew up. It blew mm -hmm. up. I have almost, I think, about 7,000 views now on that I video. And I still get comments every day from that video. People who are extremely negative and a bunch of people who are positive about it. But that's the video that really blew up my channel. Yeah, I now think you, my favorite part of the whole the whole video was when you turned around and you were like, and it's so funny because it's the way that the way that you do it is perfect. And you're like outside <laughs> that door, life is going on, honey. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, well, life it's happening. It is. <laughs> You can't sit and sit in self-pity and wallow in a disease that don't care about you. Get out there and live life to the fullest. Like, I don't know. I think you are familiar with RuPaul's Drag Race, White, right? And yeah. you know about Angina. Wasn't she, he um, a guest on your show? Yeah. Angina? Mm-hmm. It's exactly what he said. Get out there and celebrate life. It doesn't stop just because you are HIV positive. That's when it should really start because, you know, there's an expiration date in our life. Do we all know we're going to die? So get out there and live life and just live it and don't wallow. And a lot of Absolutely. people don't. A lot of people don't know how to do that. It's like, woe is me. I'm going to die. I don't know what to do. No one is going to want me. Nobody's going to want to be friends with me. My family's going to turn their backs on me because that's how I was thinking in the beginning. But. My family loves me. They look after me. My friends love me. 
and I still get dates. <laughs> <laughs> so live life. It really isn't that much of an issue unless you make it an issue. Did you, um, after um, diagnosis or anything, like during the last few years, have you gone through times where you were maybe in depression? And, like, and if you have, what did you do to get yourself out of it? Well, I did go through depression. Um, I go through it every once in a while. I wouldn't say depression like now. I would say I have down moments. But I'm a very spiritual person, and I always look to to really bring me out of stuff, bring me out of negativity, because I grew up in a very spiritual environment, and it would all it it just makes everything better in my mind. Even if this whole God thing turns out to be a hoax, it made me feel better. So that's right. what that's what I go on. I strengthen myself through my relationship with God. So that's how I get out of depression. I don't wouldn't say I was like clinically depressed and I would have to go and get on medication. I refuse to get on any more medication for a depression. <laughs> no, I, I just I'm not doing it. Um, I just look to within and I look to God to bring me out of all that negativity, and it works. I think, I think that's one know, of the things that I'm sorry, Jeremy. Let me just say this one thing real quick. Um, <laughs> I mean, the I think one of the things that right, we'll fight over them. One of the things that I think attracts people to you is that you come off as somebody who's spiritual, but you're not somebody who like kind of shoves it down somebody's mm-hmm. throat. You yes. know what I mean? And I think the way that you just the, just the way that you you do it, it just it's just very very soothing. And I left watching that video with like a boost of self esteem. Oh, like I felt so much better about myself when I was done watching it. <laughs> like oh, it put me funny. in the mood. Yeah, it was great. I just have to be who I am because that's just who I am. I don't like negativity. I don't care what it is. I just can't take negativity, even if I find myself being negative. I have to get myself in check. Because I don't like feeling bogged down with anything. And... I learned that through my spirituality. I've always been that way, always. Now, when you say spirituality, I was waiting for Jeremy. Go ahead, Jar. Uh, <laughs> I, I did. I was. I'm trying to like get in there. Uh, uh, uh. Um, <laughs> it's a radio show. Damn it! And I need to talk. Um, <laughs> um, so you know, so spirituality and and you know. In, in all of that, mm-hmm. it, because it's very, very personal for some people. Mm-hmm. And and I, I just wanted to agree with Robert that I, I think it's great that you have this, this center about you, and mm-hmm. I also think it's terrific that you're able to express that center and express that calming energy through video and YouTube. Because it, And I had the same reaction that Rob did, that Bobby oh. did. Um, <laughs> that um, you are able to you, you possess a a certain 
what, what, what's the word I'm looking for? You, 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 exp- you, you, you possess a certain calmness about you, and, and I think that's, that's, that's an amazing place to be, and, and I only hope one day to get there. <laughs> <laughs> you will. This keep watching my videos. You oh, will. I don't know. <laughs> take a, take a pill and calm down. Count <laughs> 10 from backwards. Exactly. You'll be all right. Just woo-saw, woo-saw it out. You'll be fine. <laughs> so where do you go from here? What's the next, what's the next chapter in, in your life? Well, I'm currently writing a book. Um Sortily, uh, sortily, that's not a word, and I call myself a word. <laughs> um, it, <laughs> it's a word now. <laughs> it's a, yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> thank you. It's a loose adaptation of my life from the ages of 20 until 25. Of course, I'm going to talk about when I was diagnosed. That's a huge part of the book, but it's really... It's not really about, I mean, it's about me, but it's not like a memoir or anything. It's a loose adaptation. And it's, the main character is basically trying to reconcile his spirituality with his sexuality. And, of course, I come from the South, and being gay is really not the thing to be down here. And I've always known that I was gay, but I've always had a strong relationship with God as well, and I didn't know how he could love me if I'm being told that homosexuality is wrong and I'm going to go to hell and bust it wide open. I, I, I just, mm. but now I, I under, I, I've come to understand that your relationship with God is a personal relationship and it's not based on what anybody else has to say. It's between him or she and you. And that's basically what the book is about. Um, Lee character trying to reconcile the sexuality with his spirituality. And I'm still working on it. It should be out very soon. I'm not going to put a date on it because I'm sort of kind of a perfectionist and I can't leave well enough alone. I'm always editing and redoing stuff. So that's the next step for me. Awesome. So what were you, you were, you're from where? What state? I'm um, Jessup, Georgia. Have you ever heard of it? Probably not. Is it near Savannah? <laughs> yes. Have you heard of it? Or are you just saying that? I just know where Savannah is. I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Savannah, maybe like 45 minutes south okay. of it. I'm four and hours from Savannah. Where do you live? Where do you live? Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> but yes, um, I'm from very rural, 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 small town in Georgia, and they don't know how to take me. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how that goes. So who are um, some of your some of the people that you may um, be out there in you know in the activist world or doing what you're doing that that may uh, you know admi- how do I want to put it may have you know influenced you or, or helped you along the way you know to to want to come out and be more open about it. Well, of course, Kenji. 
um, <laughs> Project, uh, let's see, Project Candy Cat, uh, Justin B. Smith, of course, um, of course, Marvelyn Brown, that girl. Let me tell you about Marvelyn Brown. I think when I first got diagnosed, I was seeing her all over TV. I'm like, who is this girl? She was just really out there and telling it like it is and educating people. And I was kind of, I'm not going to say envious, but I was like, I wish I can be that way because I, this disease is really taking people out, and I really admire how she is out there and educating people and is all over the place and doing what it is that I feel like she was put here to do, which is to educate and activate people's mindsets. And that she really was a huge influence on me. I don't even think she knows that, but she is. And those are mainly the three people that I've looked to as far as the activism um, part of this disease. Yeah, Marvelyn, I... She has a special place in my heart. I have a, a caller here on the line, so I'm going to bring um, them on. I, I'm almost positive this is Kenji, but we'll see here. <laughs> okay. If I can get him on the line. There you uh, go. No. Technical Kenji, difficult. is that you? What's up, guys? Hey. Hey. <laughs> What's up, baby boy? <laughs> How are you? I'm, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I just saw your collard greens and pork chops video, honey. <laughs> I'm <all> hungry. <laughs> it was good, too. <laughs> Trav, since you were just talking about the book, um, mm-hmm. how does it how does it feel like that Elin is gone? Oh, my God. So you're going to try to get me crying on these people's radio show? Um, <laughs> Elin Harris is such a huge influence on my life, period. Not right. just my wanting to be uh, an, uh, an author, but he, when I was 19, I think I was telling Kenji this, when I was 19 and I discovered his, my first book by him, I was in heaven. I'm like, oh, my God, he's talking about something that is so familiar to me. And I was just in heaven because I had never seen anything like that. I had never read a book that was so personal to me, and he was doing it. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so what I want to do, and he really inspired me to want to pursue a career in writing, and now that he's gone, a lot of people have been calling me. They're like, oh, my God, can you believe it? You know what this means, right? You know what this means? I'm like, what does it mean? They're like, someone (laughs) needs to fill his spot. Someone needs to fill his spot. I'm like, no, his spot can't be filled. I'm just going to do me and just do me. I'm going to write my book and see how that goes and just do me. I don't want to be another Elin Harris. He's a huge influence on me. But now, Chad, can you tell, who, is, who, who are you talking about? I'm not familiar with him. Elin Harris is a writer. He writes um, books that really have a LGBT type of thing to them. They feature... Um, gay characters, they feature down low characters, they feature everything. It runs the gamut of this whole spectrum of sexuality, and he brought it out to the forefront in my eyes. I hadn't, I, I, I had never heard of a book like this before. 
I had never read a book like that before. I picked up that Elin Harris book, and it was just so familiar to me, and I was like, this is what I want to do. But he passed away recently. Um, I'm not sure what he passed away of, but he recently passed away, and he was so young, and it really threw me for a loop. Yeah, I, I can't even... I... Go ahead, Trav. Oh, I don't want to talk a lot, but... I, I told what myself do you mean you don't want to talk a lot? This is your show. Well, Come on. Yeah, your show. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I told myself, I had convinced myself that I was going to meet this man. Come hell high water. You hear my southern coming out. <laughs> um, I just told myself I was going to meet him, and he was going to really be a mentor to me. He's a mentor still, but he's just not here anymore. But that just, it just threw me for a loop. But next question. Yeah, I can't even finish the last book. With all his books, I was done in like a couple of days. And this mm-hmm. last book, I'm like nursing it. I'm like taking my time with it. Because yeah. it's like, wow, there's not going to be another book after this exactly. one. Exactly. You want to savor it. Yeah, definitely want to savor it. Trav, I just want to say that I am I am so proud of you. I remember um the uh the bliss video. That was one of the one of my favorite videos. <laughs> Thank you. Ignorance is ignorant. Yeah, it is very ignorant. I hate when people say ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is ignorant, idiot. It's not bliss. You need to be in the know in order to fix the situation. Ignorance is not ignorant. I can't stand that saying, oh, God, y'all done started something in here. I hate that. I hate it. Ignorance is bliss, huh? No, it's not. (laughs) Well, Trav, I just want to say how proud I am of you, and I'm so honored to call you friend. So I'm going to let you get back to your show. <laughs> I'm gonna get back to me. Southern California burning down. Oh, no, <laughs> oh my God! No, I heard about that. that. <laughs> Is it really, really, really hot there? I heard it was extremely hot. It's extremely hot, and the thing right now is um, Mount Wilson will be overtaken by the fire in about an hour, and that's where all 22 local news stations are. Their antennas are housed there. So, oh, should be we'll see what happens. All right, guys. Have a good night. Bye, Kenji. Bye. <laughs> wow. All righty then. Kenji, thanks for calling in. Um, <laughs> so uh, one of the other things I, I wanted to see is how, when you were first diagnosed, and you, how did you deal with disclosure when you would tell, um, you know, either people that you were in a relationship with or your family things of that nature. How did that work out for you? Well, I didn't tell people at first. The only people I told were my best friend who um, I said that was positive and my girlfriend, my good girlfriend that went with me. I didn't tell anybody. So I think when I got sick and I had to tell people that I was kind of forced to tell people at my job the day after I got sick, I did, I went into my boss's office and I plopped down on his table because I was so sick and I was like, I was I tested positive for HIV and I need to go home, <laughs> so I just said it, <laughs> and I'm sick, and wow. he was like, okay, and he took me home and I didn't go back for four months, so 
I still didn't tell my family even at that point. So maybe like a week later when I wasn't getting any better, I got all of them on, I think, three ways. Maybe it was like five ways. And I told them all at once on the phone. And they were extremely supportive. They didn't judge me. They didn't ask any questions. They were just here. And I was sort of kind of surprised because I just was so surprised. I didn't think they would be that supportive. And as far as dating and disclosing, everybody whom I have dated, well, I won't even call well, dated, yeah, dated. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> whom I have dated, because I haven't been in a, a, relation, a serious relationship since I have been diagnosed, so... Everyone I've dated, they've known. Um, it hasn't been an issue. So it's been kind of easy for me, in my opinion. So you said you have been in a relationship or you haven't? I haven't been in a serious relationship. I've okay. dated, but it hasn't been something like sharing my life with somebody. No, it's just been dating. Right. I just want to remind the people listening that you can give us a call and speak to Trav at 347-215-9442. There's about 20 minutes left, so give us a call now so we can get you on air. Um, And just remind the people that you can also go and visit Trav's um, YouTube channel at www.youtube backslash wordsmith79. (laughs) So where did the wordsmith come from? The wordsmith came from my best friend, Kevin. Uh, my best friend, well, I started a little side business back in 2005, which, by the way, didn't work. But, anywho, that's neither here nor there. But um, <laughs> it was I was contacting my administrative services to small businesses around town who didn't want to do it themselves because I thought, it, you know, I can do administrative work. So I tried to figure out what I wanted to call my business. And I was speaking with my friend one night, and he said, why don't you call it Wordsmith Administrative Services? I was like, hmm, what exactly is Wordsmith? And he explained it to me. It's a person who is very well-versed, who understands the meaning of words and know how to put words together. And I said, oh, that's perfect, Kevin. So ever since that business didn't fail, I just kept the name, and that's what I wanted to be known by on the Internet as the wordsmith, and that's what I am known by on the Internet is the wordsmith, so that's how it came about. Thanks to my best friend, Kit. Aw, that's <laughs> sweet. <laughs> so, um, so we've gone through when you were diagnosed and, and yeah. you know, the depression, and what's your support structure like these days? My support structure, well, my subbies, they are very supportive. My pe- the people who are subscribed to my channel who send always send me loads of positive energy. That helps me a lot. I don't know if I've even said that to them, but it is really helpful. Um, joining all of these sites like um, Pause I Am, uh, Project Candy Cat, and also... A couple of people in my life, I know that I can call whenever I'm feeling down about the issue, and they're there to support me. So I have a lot of support, and of course, God, 
like I said before, it, I, I'm supported well, and I thank everybody. I thank all of you guys. I thank everybody who has contributed to my not losing my mind <laughs> <laughs> because I was on the edge of going there, but I didn't. So I thank all of I, I thank everybody because this is not easy to deal with on a day, day daily basis because you never know what you're going to get from day to day. Mm-hmm. So that's basically my support system. That's that's who, that's who I lean on. That's where I go. Excellent. Excellent. Um, oh, gosh, I was going to ask something, and then I forgot what it was. Don't you hate that? <laughs> oh I, I really do. It's, I hate that. I, that happened to me last night, and I was literally upset with myself and went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when that happens, but, yeah. Chad, you don't have a um, a website, do you? Or a blog somewhere? Okay, not yet. Um, I'm still working on the whole little... I started something on Blogger, that little thing, that blog uh-huh. thing, but I haven't really finished the whole um, layout of how I want it to be, so it'll be probably done within the next couple of weeks because I wanted to have cool. it done before I ca- start the, uh, did the radio show so I could could have talked about it, but it's not done yet. That's fine. People will find it. I'm sure you'll put up a video about it. I sure will. <laughs> <laughs> I sure will. With all your subscribers. <laughs> and they better bring their butts over. <laughs> oh, my. That's interesting. So do you do speaking engagements or anything like that now that you're open and out um, about it more? I have been, okay, I have been approached, but every time I accept the invitation, something comes up. So I haven't been able to do it yet. But I have been getting offers from people like, um, I live right near Jacksonville, Florida. Um, it's like maybe like 45 minutes from here. And they had their um, their annual Pride event, gay Pride event, and someone had mentioned that they wanted me. They had seen my video, and they wanted me to um, come and speak there, but it didn't work out, so I can do it. <laughs> um, and a lot of other things. It's just every time that I'm scheduled to go somewhere, it never work, works out, so... I'm open to the fact. I'm open to the right. opportunity. So whenever it happens, it, it happens. It's a lot of fun. I mean, I only did it once, and, and I got, like, rejuvenated from it. And I, I know Jeremy does it a lot more. <laughs> Don't you get rejuvenated after you're done, Jeremy? I'm more tired after I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm it's like, oh. nervous, though. I don't you know, know how we should There's so much energy you have to put out there and, you know, mm-hmm. it's, Oh, yeah. I, yeah, that's my thing. I don't know, because I'm a control freak, and I like to know how it's going to turn out before I do something. But Oh, yeah, then I don't, don't, don't do public speaking. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to just be talking just to hear myself talking. People are looking at me like, when is he going to shut up? I don't oh. want that to happen. I just I don't want that to happen, but. I don't think that'll happen if you do, if you speak, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we'll see. Standing <laughs> up and everything else. <laughs> so, um, so we got. I think. I think Rob. Rob, you you asked something about dating. Are you dating anybody now? No, I'm not. Okay. So, 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 do you identify yourself as gay or? I identify myself as gay. 
Okay. So because you know I'm I'm getting ready to pimp you out here. Um, so boy, <laughs> oh my God. He, he's single. Um, he's cute, and he's oh in the God. south. So anybody who's out there looking for oh him, my God, let me just say this. I have a disclaimer. No stalkers, please, because I have a problem with people stalking me, and that is that's a no no. Right? I don't know if you've seen no. some of my videos. I have a couple of videos about people stalking me. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't know why am I attracting these people who just won't leave me alone. But if you have a, a what's the word? If you have a, Look, whatever, I don't know. I that, okay, how thinking. about this? How about if you're stable, you have a job, yeah. and you're not a stalker, give Travis <laughs> exactly. a call. Thank you. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Hit me yeah. up. Yep. Exactly. Hit him up. You see, go go check him out on YouTube dot com dot um, forward slash wordsmith seventy nine. Oh, you can play with my Twitter. You can play with my Twitter. Oh, you can play with his Twitter. <laughs> no, you did not. I love Come that. Oh, my I'm, Twitter. I'm play no. with Travis's Twitter. Twitter dot com forward slash just underscore Trav T R A B. <laughs> okay. I was going to ask you what was your Twitter page so people can find you. But don't stop um, me on Twitter. That's a no-no. I would have to block you. But, yeah. Come on over. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, we're it's getting down to almost the end. Is there – go ahead, Jeremy. Did you – we're going to say something real quick? I, I, it's Twitter.com what? Just under – what? Under, just, J-U-S-T underscore trash. Trash. Okay. We're what? putting it in, our, in, um, in the chat room so people can get to it. Okay. You have to put www in front of it for the link. Or you can always find him also on the POSIM community because he is there as well. He just recently joined. So yes, we're excited to have you there too. Um, was there anything that we didn't go over that you maybe wanted to mention or something that you wanted to talk about? No, we pretty much covered everything. I just want people to know that um, HIV and AIDS is very serious. Very serious. It's not to be played with because the numbers, like I said before, are not going down. They're getting higher, and I really don't understand why because there's too much education and too many preventative actions that you can take in order not to get infected with HIV virus. So please protect yourself. I just want people to protect themselves because this is not fun at all. This is not fun to be ostracized. This is not fun to be label a thing when you are not a quote-unquote thing. Um, people seem to think that you are some type of slut just because you are HIV positive. When that's not my case, it may be the case with somebody else, but I was only one person. I'm not a slut. So I, I hate preconceived notions. And just protect yourself, people. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> it's not fun. Absolutely, I agree. Well, Trav, thanks for uh, spending the hour with us and sharing your story. Thank you for having me. I I appreciate it. It was very fun meeting you and Jeremy. Oh, thanks, Travis. It was very nice to meet you as well. Absolutely. And you have a good night, okay, Trav? You too. Um, And I will be uh, listening to the um, the, uh, future show, so be prepared for me to be calling in. Sounds good to me. All right. We like people who have opinions. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Thank you. But you guys have right. a good have... night. Thank you, everybody, for listening. You're welcome. Have a good night, Travis. Bye-bye.
Remember, everybody, you guys can find Trav on YouTube at www.youtube.com/wordsmith79. I wanted to talk about some of our upcoming guests um, before we uh, end the show. We have about nine minutes left. Jeremy, are you with me still? I'm still with you. Okay, I'm just making sure. I'm Wasn't here. Sure. I'm here. <laughs> sort of to make sure. Um, we have a, a gentleman who's coming up on Wednesday at 2 o'clock. September 2nd, and his name is Devin T. Robinson X, a.k.a. Egypt. Um, and he's a poet, a motivational speaker, an actor, and an activist. And he's been on you know, television, and he's a part of, I believe it's the AIDS Awareness Poets, Inc. Um, and you know, he's a very inspirational guy, and he's going to be on, on this Wednesday coming up uh, with me and Jack. And I just have to tell you to check it out, because I think it's really going to be one of... He's going to be one of those people like, like, like the trap that you're going to learn so much from and you're going to be inspired by. I know I was on the phone with him uh, when we were booking the date, and I just learned so – not learned so much, but just, like, had this, like, overwhelming feeling that he was just one of those people that is doing so good – so much good for others. And I, I like to showcase certain people like that, so that's why I have him coming up. Um, and you'll see the rest coming up in the uh, newsletter that I'll be sending out as well. And like I said, we have the HIV cruise coming on next Sunday. Um, Wednesday, September 9th, we're going to have Clint Walters from Health Initiatives, the guy from the United Kingdom. He was um, scheduled, I think, last month or two months ago, but he had to cancel. So he's going to come back on and talk about all the wonderful work that he's doing over in the U.K. Um, because I like to actually, you know, get people that are in other countries so we could talk about it other places, too, because HIV is everywhere. It's not just here in the United States. So I right. think it's important to um, to have people from all over. So I think he may be our first. No, he will. Yeah, he'll be our first international guest. Awesome. Um, I think that and, would be great. Yeah, I think he's um really cool kid. And actually, I met him through Hope's Voice and the Does HIV Look Like Me campaign. But one of the shows that I wanted to um, tell you about, Jeremy, because you may yeah. be interested in listening to this, is um, on Wednesday, September 16th, it's Fashion Week, and Jack will be away, but Dad Garner from Dad the AIDS Bear Project is going to sit in, and we're actually going to talk about the importance of Ryan White funding. Yeah. And I figured having somebody like Dad, you know what I mean? He, uh, he's, he's been around long enough, and he knows the real, like, the ins and outs and the political part of it, where I really don't. Yep. So his his knowledge is is going to be very powerful, and that's right before the deadline, which is yeah, the thirtieth, September thirtieth. So it, it, just to tell all of our listeners, call your representatives this week, give them a phone call. You voted them in; they work for you. Give them a call, tell them to sign the extension for Ryan White. Just plain and simple. All you have to do. It takes Actually, 30 seconds to do it. The Posse and bloggers are all going to um, put up a blog about it, asking the members to do it as well. So I'm sure you'll see it on YouTube, either with me or Kenji or Dab or Justin, somebody. Well, I'm going to try to get that out there because I think what um, Dab posted was that it's actually on 9-11 is when they're going to do it. Oh, really? They're trying to get everybody to do it on 9-11 at 9-11 a.m., your time, wherever you're at. Um, to just call and to ask them, you know, be polite and just ask them to, you know, allow the funds or or not to cut um, 
and if you get a busy signal, they want you to keep calling back. I mean, it's yep. just so important because these funds, people don't realize that these funds are saving lives and and it could be very life-threatening if, if this gets cut. It's it would it's going to be devastating if if this expires and it's not um, extended. Um, I mean, California is already going to see a just using California as an example. The the governor has cut so many HIV services, education, um, prevention services, and um, North Carolina is losing the. Um, uh, um, social work services for in uh, not social work services um, uh, case management services okay. and uh, for HIV specific. So we are uh, every single state is is going to be in in trouble if if Ryan White does not get extended. So, and which means that everybody who is HIV positive, I, I don't care who you are, will be affected by this because it, it's a, you know, I don't want to say trickle down, but it's a domino effect because if Ryan White expires, many clinics could be your doctor's office that gets funding from Ryan White to support and, and provide services will not be able to provide those services anymore. So think about that. Think about where your, you get your, your, your medical treatment, where you go and see your doctor. They may not be able to stay open because they're going to lose a big part of their funding. So it's things like that that I, I think that a lot of us don't really think about. And put, you know, it, it's just not just the people who survive on the Ryan White, but it's everybody who works with Ryan White Funding, who is um, a medical provider, uh, who, who, who is a caseworker, who is, you know, it, it, it's, it's huge. The implications are huge. So we, we just have to be diligent and we have to be, um, we, we just have to, we, we have to stand our ground on this one. Right, and it's just, I mean, it's not just a phone call, you know what I mean? Like we said, you're you're going to be saving lives, and people need to realize that is that it is honestly just a phone call that you could call in, and it it takes th- thirty seconds, you know what I mean, to say to I would like for you to extend the Ryan White, you know, funding, or is that what they're supposed to say, funding or Care Act or the funding? It, it's the extend. Ryan White Care Act, yeah, yeah. See, I'm not the most educated, so that's why I'm glad to have Dab on because he's going to really help me get connected a little bit more with all that situation. Yep. But it's cool. But um, the newsletter will be going out, so if you're not subscribed to the newsletter, you can go to the POSIM community at POSIM.com and sign up for the newsletter on the right-hand column. Um, I just rechanged the site. What do you think of the new look? It's a little busy. Yeah? Yeah. We'll see. It's a little busy. We'll see. I like it. You know. It hurt my head. Oh, whatever. <laughs> That's the beer. Anyway, you can find out more about me at posim.com. You can find out more about Jeremy at positivelyspeaking.com. That's positively yes. with his Z. And join us next Sunday as we bring you Nate Clarefed, who is the 
host of the pods, I, uh, not the pods, I am listening to me, to the HIV Cruise. And you can find more information on him at HIVcruise.com. Terrific. Jeremy, you have a great night, and I will talk to you in a week. Sounds good. Everybody have a great week, and um, good night. Yep, thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. Bye.